episodes in tain of The Big Gay Ordeal with Quaylon, James, and me, Sexy Shonda. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I am, fool? <laughs> um, this is the podcast where we talk about the ordeal of being queer. And the champagne problems that go with it. And now, if you have a drowning or help with, please get in touch. And we'll decide if it's an ordeal or if it's not an ordeal. Follow us on Instagram at The Big Gay Ordeal or leave us an email at TheBigGayOrdeal at gmail.com. Um, I was looking out the window today when I was having my lunch. And you know the way they say that you have an orgasm, like 10% of an orgasm when you sneeze? An eighth. Is it an eighth? And it's a myth. Damn it. Because it was one lady and she, I'd say she had about eight of them. And I was like, oh, she definitely had I was one like thank God it's raining because we mopped up something. <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. Like, ah, and I was like, my God, red nipples. Her, her pelvic floor is gone then. Yeah. Jesus. She was this. It didn't help the edge. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, I didn't. She didn't do that. But it was like it was eight sneezes. And I was like, that's a, that's a full orgasm at this stage. I stitch. literally, for years, every time I sneeze, I'd be like, Oh, there you like, go. I like that idea, though. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna relive it in my mind mm. forever. Um, I have a quick one. I'm not on the TikToks. Oh, yeah, but I obviously get them eventually through Instagram and Facebook. Um, you're on the you're on the TikToks. I watch the TikToks. Yeah. I do not well, make like, the TikToks. My, my algorithm is off, is skewed off. I'm getting a lot of like alligators eating things and sharks eating things in the water. A lot of animal wildness eating things. Oh, shark NATO. Anyone else experiencing that? <laughs> no. A lot of gruesome shit. I'd be, no, I'd be way yeah. too embarrassed to talk about my algorithms. It's, it's very shocking. Yeah. Mine's tragic. My only thing that I'm getting right now is Timu. Oh, yeah. Get I actually bought stuff from it. It's, it's, it's like, like a new Oh, yes, shame. you would tell me about that. Yeah. Damn it, yeah. Need to like look Timu, at that. Timu, Timu, Let's see. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully their factories are much better now than other places. Oh, please, come on. Probably not. It's, no. it's Chinese, is it? Sorry, you didn't. Uh, yeah, Asian. Yeah, it's Asian. But sorry, okay. you didn't order and you got it for half price or ninety five percent off or something. Ninety five percent off. I forgot. Sure, the original Nothing. price was probably like I don't know, ridiculous comparison. No, 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 I got five items. So you bought off this thing. I did. Yeah. Oh. Five items and paid eleven ninety six. And, and tell they them don't special, deliver yeah. it within the days that they've said, they'll give me a 50% refund. Oh my God, and how many book plugs did you buy? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I bought this like water bottle that is also a blender, but like it's okay. portable. So like you can put your frozen berries in it or whatever, just add your Oh my God, there's loads of versions of that that are like really expensive. Yeah. Do you think they actually buy off those things and then just rebrand them? Oh, definitely. I'm just like, eager to see what it is. Okay, yeah, fair. It cost me 11 months. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Loving it. You look nervous when I ask that, but yeah. Then I got those <laughs> stretch silicone seal things that you can put over bowls and stuff. Meal prep. Yeah, so okay. I was like, for three months to try them for a while. That'd be so handy while my cooking. Then I mm-hmm. got this <laughs> machine that like can seal, reseal things. So oh, it's like heats up. Yeah, if you oh. like, like a or like a thing of cheese or something, yeah. you want to seal it and it doesn't have a seal, this thing will give it a seal. Oh my god, our weeks are just like discovering things. I love that. Discovering orgasms through sneezes, <laughs> discovering this new website. Shark attacks, you know. Shark attacks. Well, I got other stuff and I can't remember, but like equally as boring domestic things, mm. like I was frothing at the makeup. Love oh, that nice for you. One. I love, love that. that. Yeah. And when's that coming? Six to eight weeks or something? No, no. <laughs> like literally, it's going to be here within 
so it was two weeks is the final take from when I ordered it. That's amazing. Yeah, and again, if they don't deliver it, it'll be yeah. 50% refund. That's a 50% smart. Oh. God, I'm, sh- I'm surely they're listening, so definitely please sponsor us because yeah. I'm sure you can hear the ether. Timu, Timu, Timu. Oh my god, the Star Trek sign. Use code The Big Gay Ordeal to get 50% off your delivery. <laughs> this is not sponsored, by the way. That's no, yeah, yeah, just, just to let everyone know. And Sean will give us an update whenever that package oh, actually yeah, does or does yeah. not arrive. Yeah. Oh my god, great. Are we ready to get into this week's topic? Let's go. Bam! Just a little fun fact. Oh, oh great. That I only just recently learned. Now, where do you think French fries are made? Let's get into this week. <laughs> um, French fries were probably made in America. No, they weren't. <laughs> but uh, wait, it's France. No. No. Oh, it's Germany. No. Oh, I'm not a country. Belgium. Belgium. Oh, it's very close. Yeah. Very close. I think I'd heard that before. I That's why I guessed yeah. America. And they're like really thin. They're not like normal French fries. They're like really thin. French fries. Like French thin, fries thin, 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 thin. French fries. Like in France, thin. Like no. not like McDonald's. McDonald's are French fries. No, but they're not. No, these ones are different. Even thinner. Even thinner. No. Oh. Even thinner again. Um, do you know? Do you know that um, McDonald's has a? They use a specific um, potato that's quite long, so they have like long um, chips. But they it bruises and gets dark and gets like mold very very easily. So they bathe all the potatoes in a certain chemical that actually can't be eaten. Then after that's taken out, they're all dried out. Then they're used, so all the chemical evaporates in another kind of like heated area. So that they're using these like I'm sure there's many foods that do the exact same thing. But that's why like it can travel so well because it's one type of potato that they use. Oh, it's not right. And they use that and you think in, the you world. You think in Ireland that they like, definitely use Irish potatoes because, yeah, like, no. you know, a lot of the chain restaurants are like 100% Irish meat. They'll change it for it because it's in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. I thought their chips were also kind of made out of flour. No, it's definitely a potato. Mm. It's actually a potato. Potato, mm, huh? Potato. Potato, potato. Potato. Nice one. Some, some fun facts for us all. Yeah. That was a week of facts. Mm. Cue the music. I love what they want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Mm, spice. Um, so we have talked plenty of times about dating. We've mm-hmm. talked about breakups a good bit. Sex. Yes. <laughs> Somebody actually wrote into the pod oh, yes, yes, yes. at thebiggayordeal at gmail.com. There was no at at the start of that. And um, they <laughs> said, great episode, obviously, but have you ever thought about talking about the relationship breakups? Sorry, the friendship breaks up. Breaks up. Breakups. <laughs> The breakup of A language breakdown. Yeah, the breakdown <laughs> of Quaylon's brain. <laughs> um, but friendship uh, breakups, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, that got us all thinking like, oh my God, yeah. Sometimes they're actually worse. They're more devastating. They're yeah, so, so devastating. And like, I kind of had like categories of like the types. And it'd be great for you to like add in if you feel mm. like... I feel like there's different different levels of friendship breakups. There's the school friends that you're going almost like grow apart, but you often think about that person kind of going, oh, I kind of wish I stayed in contact with that person. Yeah, agreed. There's the work friends that you're like, oh my God, you hang out with them, you socialize with them, you've great time. 
they move job or you move job and you're like, we'll stay in contact. Distance. Never happens. Well, rarely happens. Yeah. Um, then you've got the friends that's like, maybe you're friends with your ex's friends mm. or their friends with your friends. And then the breakup and there's that distance. It's always kind of like a little bit heartbreaking. Yeah. And then obviously there is the, where you've got a good friend, there's a major fallout and there's no really coming back to it. Yeah. Is there any other categories that you feel like there is when it comes to friendship breakups? Like holiday friends don't really count, do they? Yeah. <laughs> I think that pretty much covers it. I think you got all the key stakeholders right yeah, there in life. Those are friend breakups or whatever. You kind of irrelevant, care. really. Yeah. 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 Like they're the big ones, like life moments, I think. Totally. Like I have, I was always very consistent with friends. Mm-hmm. You know, to be the friends that like, when you have a catch up with them, it's like you've been with them forever. Yeah. You know those like friends are like, you yeah. might speak for months and months, but it doesn't actually matter. It yeah. doesn't matter you, just bother them. Friendship is still bonding. Um, but it's only since COVID that I've actually had proper friendship breakdowns mm. and it just we've parted ways oh, wow. so it's happened to me twice and to the point where I'm like listen we came back we're still here <laughs> to the point where like, you have to kind of I almost like you're doubting yourself mm. you're kind of like I'm very good at listening at so, listening to somebody else's like opinion and mm-hmm. you know their side of the story and I really tried to take it in and I'm like okay cool I actually can see your point please listen to my point as well and we might come to some sort of agreement where it's 50-50 and go I believe you you believe me let's move on from that I sometimes I'm happy with that mm-hmm. I'm not someone that has to be right all the time because it rarely happens <laughs> and so yeah it's happened to me twice has it happened to you do you feel like there's been a shift in relationships as you've gotten older yeah I think um, you kind of hit all the key ones there then they've all happened to me from school college yeah. friends uh, a few you just keep in contact with and see them very seldomly mm. work is the same thing I've maybe kept in contact with one or two and then you just kind of just grow apart don't you really you've never been devastated with their friend no, kind of like split no I've been really lucky I think I've tried my best to keep in contact as you well know I spread myself thin enough and put a bit of effort into seeing people yeah yeah um so I think if maybe I probably exposed myself too much for even myself to even mm. get hurt like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like friends of yours have guilt that they're not giving you back? No, there's maybe one or two that have maybe reached out and felt bad, which mm. is so nice to hear. Yeah, lovely. But I think there's one or two that I thought we were going to be closer or try to be closer that live yeah. in England. Okay. Um, that maybe don't. I would really appreciate if they put a bit of effort in. Mm. To doing that yeah fair um because there's ones that i see regularly like the wedding was at a couple of weeks ago yeah you know like that was lovely and we used to work together and we're still really extremely close friends but there's one or two that i thought i made the effort to come over and see you one or two of them did come over and see me but there's never been ever mm. it hasn't gone any further than that and that wedding was weeks and weeks ago because we're recording this weeks and weeks later <laughs> <laughs> what about you sean <clears throat> yeah i've had a few of them mm. now a lot of it has come from the now fact you're that a volatile little bitch, so come on, give us the tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, for me, I think a lot of it stemmed from I put up with way too much okay. you know, when I was younger. Yeah. Like, you know, with good friends that I've, you know, had for many, many years. Yeah. If not from friends that I had from childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it wasn't until I, I spoke about it before, you know, dealing with mental health and going to therapy and all that kind of stuff. When I when I did that, you know, it brought up a lot of stuff and you know, I built up my self-worth and my self-esteem mm-hmm. and it really changed the dynamics in a lot of 
Okay. My relationships because I then the way you thought about the relationships. Well, just what I was willing to put up with. Yeah. And you know, I could see when things were actually not my fault and when I was being gaslit. Wow. And then God, fair play to you. Yeah, I mm. put like and I and I put boundaries in place, and sometimes that's really hard. Yeah, and some people don't react well to that. And yeah. You know, you see things for what they are then, and if someone is actually a true friend and treating you with the respect totally. that you deserve and that you're treating them with, so. That ended a couple of my friendships. Now, mm. you know, most of most of them, if you know, not all of them, were my decision to and walk away from them. Was it and around the same time then? Um, one of them was like a really good friend that I had from primary school, and um, she actually fell out with like everyone the that group. was kind of in that group. Yeah, um, and she was a very like she put the blame onto everyone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, okay, you can't see that you're the common denominator mm-hmm. in every single one of these relationships breaking yeah. down. Yeah. And she kind of, certainly I felt she always had a big issue with me. Mm. When we were together on our own, we were great. Yeah. yeah. The minute someone else would come in, she'd get like weirdly territorial, but not about me, about yeah. the other person. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, we're all friends. We've all grown up together since yeah, yeah. we were like, four years old mm-hmm. like well this is very strange and like the rest of us would talk about it um, and like listen she could try and I out different people at different times but I definitely got the brunt of the, the wrath yeah her, her wrath um, and then she kind of decided like a real dramatic fashion was like you know I'm not going to be friends with any of you anymore like best of luck I think goodbye to the group yeah ooh I yeah. know um, and harsh like everyone kind of was like what do we do here but you know this had been going on kind of for a long time and our paths had gone you know we'd also so wide there. yeah like, you know we is this your dungeon and dragons group no <laughs> <laughs> no not at all pokemon, um, pokemon group no minecraft <laughs> Stop. i don't have a pokemon group um, i'm my pokemon group um but uh yeah that 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 was a strange one. That was a really strange. Yeah. That, like mm. that was the first big like. You see, I think most of those all stem from. And I think, quite. I'm sure you'd agree. Moving away from like at a really young age, and you really stepping out of that box in your hometown, and you move away from your friends, and like, that's the start of that. Like yeah. that's where the relationships slowly fade away. Is whenever you don't see someone like that, and especially your old school crew. Yeah, and it's, you might have so eight, ten, twelve yeah, years I know. when you're old school together. Then I dwindle, dwindle, dwindle. When I yeah. go home, it's the three of us. Like you yeah. know, four of us, now, including myself. But don't you find that say all those wonderful people that happen to stay at home, work at home, have like just you know settled there? Yeah, that they're also friends with each other. They're also friends with each other, yeah. but also it's in a massive ordeal for them to come see you. Oh yeah, it's like when are you down? Oh, no, when are you next I home? I haven't even talked to half. And it's like it's like oh that's all well and good. I definitely want to see you because I really enjoy their company. Yeah. But like you know I'm from Wexford, so it's what forty five minutes like Up to Dublin. Road. Yeah. Um and it's oh Jesus, you could suggest something and it's like even if one of you can't come, the rest come. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll all meet up and that used to frustrate me, but yeah. I let that go. You need to. And I'm just kind of like, do you know what? It is what it is. When I see them, I have such a good time yeah. and they will agree with they must be like you must think we're really annoying and they've mentioned it to us me loads of times and I'm like well you know you it's say that I live a really in, really busy mad crazy lifestyle but I'm the one that will give you time yeah mm-hmm. and it's, they just live in a bubble you know what I mean it's yeah. like <laughs> well, it's just rude and ignorant actually if you ask people that do that like make the average yeah. yeah 100% 
Uh, yeah, it's just just a lot of excuses flying around. Yeah. Now, if someone doesn't put in the same amount of effort that I'm going to put in, I have no interest. I've always said, easily will walk no, away from it. No, I've told. We talked about friendships and all that relationships before. And one of those ones that I have talked about from school. Our logo on the WhatsApp group is effort is attractive. Mm. I love when you say scale, 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 scale. Now, ah. right now. Um, one well, like my school friends, I'm still really close with. Yeah. Oh, just that one person. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fair. No, I'm still friends with my school friends. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just hard when you live such different lives. And like at that, I moved away so young. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like was, you said, you're only forty minutes up the road. But like, <laughs> uh, uh, like on just on that point, like. I've moved away, my friends have moved away, like two of my school friends, one of them lives in France, has lived there for like, mm. you know, over eight years. So true, yeah. You know, my other friend has lived in Saudi, New York, mm. London. Yeah. And no, like, I get huge distance and like... We're still really good yeah. close friends, talk yeah. all the time on WhatsApp. Okay. Go and see each other. It's an excuse. Back. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, no, fair. I am, um, one stands out to me the most that I think has affected me the most. Mm. And it was like, like we literally like we're childhood mm-hmm. friends and like families intertwined yeah, yeah all of that like wonderful person still is just we've just parted ways now yeah but I feel like it was we went through this really strange period where I was getting some sort of success in jobs and bits and pieces doing different projects here and there and I felt like when I was at my highest I was getting the best out of that person and when I wasn't it was very like meh and say like like I would riding do, on your coattails yeah, type of thing say when I was going through the glow up period mm-hmm. and that show like every week it was coming out you know every episode every episode and it was splashed everywhere this is my best friend this is amazing this is all good and then when the lull before it and the lull after before it, like it like all that there was radio silence and when it comes to like, you know, people's idea of what friendship is and you grow up and you kind of mm-hmm. learn that's a really the real thing. Support is obviously fantastic. But then you're like, oh, there's childhood friends. You grow up, but you kind of get to, you, you grow to different people than what you were yeah, as you a do. child. You definitely do. And you kind of realize, oh, do you know what? Maybe we're just not as close and we kind yeah. of don't get each other as much. So parting ways from that, I think is really difficult. There was a little bit of a tiff in between called that person out on a couple of things the response was not so good back yeah and then there was just no going back from that because I felt like there was pent up aggression yeah and it was like and you're like do you know what let's step away I think there's regret on both parts but it is what it is it is yeah I think I've kind of accepted it as we're all in our 30s now so it's like yeah if you can't get your shit together and move on like put something behind Mm. you just gotta move on then to something else and someone new and then another friend that I was thought I was really, really close with. I'm not going to talk about that person, but I'm going to say the quote that they left me with. <laughs> so that person said to me, maybe seven weeks of not talking is more of a big deal to you than it is to me. God, seven weeks of not talking is like a big deal. To someone that you talk to literally mm-hmm. every week. I mean, that's shocking. Isn't it? Like it was I, like an off that's, that's when I was like, okay. And I walked away. And I want to be really happy for that person and celebrate their successes and their happiness and stuff. But it was very disappointing. I, I was just like, okay, you're just not going to understand my side. And yeah. I like, I just am baffled by it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I walked away from that one. Yeah. That was a hard Which one. was really sad. 
It's really like it's horrible. I think like it was yeah. easier for me to break up with my last ex there than it was like yeah. any of those. Yeah. I had a really tough friendship breakup. <laughs> oh, even the thought of it. And we were friends for I think it was like eight years. And like we were really close. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when, like, after like that five years, that's when you really start to get like historic memories together, mm. trips, family oh, yeah, stuff, like, all that stuff starts to really get yeah. Knew knew each other's families. I like was really I, like, I really was close to his mom and mm-hmm. really really. Uh, loved I'd say and, mothers love you. <laughs> My yeah. mom loves you. you know, we our lives. <laughs> James were, Man thinks you're a wreck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's right. Um, our lives were really. Much <laughs> yeah. And at the beginning, it was fine, you know. Again, I think because at that stage I hadn't dealt with all of my own like mental health issues. Oh, your um, shit! Yeah, he <laughs> like I I kind of he was going through a tough time, and I was able to focus on him rather mm-hmm. than focusing on me. Yes, and I think that he got used to me just mm-hmm. doing whatever being there, he wanted yeah, to yeah. do and being fully supportive. And then he just totally took that for granted and would actually at times treat me like shit. Mm. And so this went on for years and like I wasn't, you know, didn't call it out. I was in a great place myself. Yeah. So like it got to the point where like I feel like he, he would like kind of demand like let's say he, we'd go where he, wherever he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And like I, I would get to the point where like I'd intentionally be late meeting him because it would be my own little secret way of rebelling. <laughs> like to me, okay. like it was very, it was, it was strange. Yeah, yeah. But then we Girl, went. You're crying. Yeah, we went yeah. down the trip to. Um, I went to see. He moved to Toronto. Okay. And I went to see. You him. Went to Toronto to uh, see him. Yeah, I went to see him, and he treated me like shit when we were there. Oh, oh my god! No. And then we were going to meet um, my friend in New York, and we were staying with my friend, and so we went there. So well traveled. Yeah, we got there, and my friend was like working the first day we were there. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to head, we'll just head into um, Manhattan. And the guy that I'd met hadn't been to New York before. So I was like, Randall, I can show you around the places that I've been to. And we got to the subway. And now it was boiling. Mm. Like this was in... Hot, hot. Like it was Pride. So it was like July. Yeah, like 42 degrees, something ridiculous. And yeah, insane. So we got to the (laughs) subway. And it's like melting down. Oh, rotten! And it wouldn't accept. It wouldn't accept my card. Oh no! So I needed <laughs> to get some cash out of the ATM that's right there mm-hmm. uh, and buy like Put a your paper, Barbie membership card. Yeah, <laughs> buy like a paper card to yeah. scan through to get to the lovely mm-hmm. train. Yes. And so yeah, so, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. my friend had like gotten through. Yeah. Whatever. So then I went up, and when I got up, he was like, where were you? Jesus, I've been waiting here for ages. We missed a train. And I was like, the trains that come every two seconds. for two minutes, you would have seen that my card didn't work, and I had to yeah. purchase a paper card. And then I was just like, I lost it. And I was oh. just like, took myself over to pretend to read, like, the, Ooh. you know, oh, where yeah. it goes. But, like, Let I was boiling. seeing spots at this point. Yeah. You know, I just the had enough after. Oh, after he treated me like shit the whole time. Yeah. After I'd gone all yeah. that way to the end. After the years of being treated like crap, I was just like, Oh, oh. God. And I'd, I'd, I'd been in therapy at the stage, so, like. And then he pushed him into the subway. So, <laughs> it <laughs> always comes out at the worst yeah. possible time. Oh, yeah. So, we were in. in public transport as well. Oh, God, tell us. We got onto the subway and I couldn't even look at him so I was like still seething and he was like why are you being so weird you're not even looking at me and oh, I was Jesus. like shut up shut up and he knew that and he was like oh something I pushed him to yeah and so we got off and like again boiling we're in the underground we're getting, we just got off like Times Square that's irritating as it Times is Square, New yeah. York. 
and he's like stop he's like stop and talk to me like I need to apologise like it's this is this yeah. is horrible yeah, and I was just like wait until we get outside wait until I get just wait until we get outside you're causing a scene I don't want to cause a scene here so then we got out into like Times Square oh my and god he was like you need to let me apologise and I was just like I can't even fucking look at you. I was like, get the fuck away from me. And I started walking in one direction. He started coming after me and I turned around and I was like, get the fuck away from me. Honestly, I do not want to see you. I'll call you in a few hours. And then I just went one way. He went the other way. I went and took myself to Mood, went to Central Park, had myself a lovely day. And then eventually my friend who we were staying with texted me. I was like, oh, I'm ready to meet you guys. I'm going to work now. Just have a shower. And so I had to text your man and be like, where are you? And he'd take himself to a pub. Good man. And so, and <laughs> I don't think that's the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I went and met him in this Irish bar near yeah. um, Times Square and I just slid it out for him and I was just like, you're actually a prick. You've been such a bad friend to me for years. Wow. Like, this is actually the end for me. So, like, let's just enjoy this <gasps> rest of and the then we're done. and we, we can't make it, you know, awkward for my friend who we're staying with. Oh, my like, God. Like, just so you know. After this. Now, he was like, no, no, I apologize and we're going to, like, we're gonna be, we're, we're gonna, gonna work get through this. Yeah, and I was like, no, no. And like when I was leaving that holiday, he was still like, listen, let's just make this work or whatever. And I actually started to cry when I was leaving. Yeah, because I knew it's so that it wasn't gonna was be. Like, this is the last time. Yeah, you pushed me too I'm far. I'm going to talk to you because. Mm. And the minute the minute I got away from him when I was in Times Square, I called my housemate crying and like told her exactly what happened because I've never told anyone about the problems. Mm. Or how he made me feel. And yeah. I was like, if I tell someone now, I'll never, I won't be able to go back on it. Totally. Yeah. You know. And even then, I think about like six weeks later after that, um, he'd been like, you know, can we have a phone call? The stuff mm. feels really resolved. And I was like, yeah, of course we can have a phone call. And so we had a phone call, talked about it, explained where I was coming from. And it's just like, I do not want to continue this relationship, and that's it. And he was like, no, we have to physically see each other. And he was like, I'm going to be home at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I will meet you. Mm-hmm. so that I can tell you to your face again I was like but m- my feelings are not going to change on the matter like this is dead in the water wow and he actually only reached out to me about like six months ago wow and I just having to block him then and everything oh wow um, not that he's like he's just like hey how are you mm. um, guilt but, like when you know it's over or when someone treats you a certain way yeah for you know years and then wow. you see it for what it is. Like, there's no going back from that. No, but fair like, play to you. It was devastating yeah. at the time. Yeah. Devastating because you're like, I put so much into this. I've been a great friend. It hasn't, it hasn't been reciprocated yet. So you feel yeah. like you're a fool. Totally. And then everyone afterwards telling you like, oh yeah, <clears throat> you know, we didn't like that person. Or we saw, you know, the way they, they treated you. And you're like, why, mm. didn't you, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't no one tell me? Yeah. You know? Um... God, but yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, totally. Really, it's like it's years of your life. Mm. And no. like James, would you? I think I've been very lucky. I think because I've abused your dad just the way that he does. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd find that I've moved around so much and moved jobs and stuff like that, and be, like quite long you're the same. Moving from your hometown, you have to kind of make friends through work, and then you find some other friends outside of work. And I moved again, and moved again, and moved again. So it's been really hard to build up like an over a five year like relationship without putting in that effort and majority of them have all I've kept them apart from one or two that have faded away because of distance one's in America and yeah. mm. um, one is in like North England so like that one there I'd love to maybe try work on again but like I put it out there once mm. I've offered to, to come here like that's it again it's like 
That's a tough one. You know, it's like, we still keep in contact. There's still yeah. messages on Instagram. And all we'll take would just be like one of us being like, hey, do you want to meet up? I'm free this day. Does this work for you? And there'd be a quick round our flight done, dusted and be over and it'd be back to normal again. You know what I mean? But like, that's it. Everything else, I'm very lucky that I put in the effort. And I think if my circumstances in Dublin were slightly different, where I drove and was able to pick them up from the airport, because they are, they, I'm so lucky anytime I fly over, I'm picked up from the airport. I'm dropped here, I'm dropped there, I stay at theirs. It's all very, I'm all very well looked after mm. compared to here. I'm like, yeah, I'll let them, you know, you have to get the bus and I'll meet you at Houston. I have to try trips into mine. You have to share a bed with me. And like all my friends, I have my own bedroom and stuff like that. So it's slightly different. It is slightly different. And they do want to come here and it is a lot more expensive to fly here than it is for me to fly there. That would be the only thing with me and my friends that's slightly different, I think. But I think there's a lot of effort that is put in from my side. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier, though, about how, you know, that was actually interesting yourself. You know, you've moved a lot, you've made friends, you spread yourself very thin, Mm -hmm. like at times, like most of the time. Yeah. Like, why do you think that is? Or like, you know, why do you have so many of those relationships? Like, do you find it hard to maintain, like, like, how do you get deep with those people if Mm -hmm. you don't see them, you know? Like, for for instance, I've known you for like nearly two years now yeah I could not name probably three of your friends you can probably name anyone Quailon no but like seriously I couldn't <laughs> even put a, like a face to the name I just look at my Instagram <laughs> I don't they all, they all, all the girls are the same no, gorgeous. <laughs> all the gorgeous girls all the gorgeous girls yeah no it is it's a small group like it's not massive I have a couple from Cabin Crew that's it and then like I've we're that's not saying it. that's a bad thing, by the way. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, just, God, it's just like, no. it's like I literally Jesus. only have like six, if even six. Really? Oh God. Yeah. To me, I only it seems a lot more. Say, you know, and you've said it a good, a good yeah. times. How, how you spread yourself so. Yeah, it's just because it's just a lot. It's just the flying because obviously one's in Scotland, one's in Leeds. There's one in Essex, one in Gatwick. Um, then the rest are going to Australia. <laughs> Someone lives in Gap. But then you have a lot of... Airport, you, you, yeah. <laughs> Terminal 2. You, know, you have a lot of friends in Dublin then as well. You know, it's not just the yeah, no, I know. international friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I, like, I have all my work little fam that I've kind of established yeah. here, which is really cute. And yeah. this side piece here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's my Dublin one. <laughs> yeah, I think you the have. And then I have like my Belfast crew as well, but that's very, very intimate. And it's just literally family. It's like... Christmas and birthdays only really that we see each other yeah yeah because they've all got their own lives now with kids and that mm. lot and then there's a friend Siobhan up there who I try to see as much as I can but she's always traveling always yeah. traveling so speaking of this right mm. what do you think to put a positive light on it mm. what do you think makes a good friend oh someone that can hold their alcohol oh but just stop unlike you why two why do I feel like I'm being <laughs> red here <laughs> I thought that was me <laughs> Oh, come on. The funnest story was like whenever Sean first started meeting Quaylon, he was the hot mess. No, 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 no. Okay. Listen, we've all been the hot mess at different points. Oh, no. Yeah. There was, there was the definitely not. Da, 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 da. There was like one or two nights. There was a period of time where this one was a hot mess. And then whenever you no officially see, joined. No you pointing. Oh, it's a podcast. Quaylon. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a hot mess over here whenever we were a whole threesome with Sean. Listen, you've also been a hot mess. Oh, for a night I've or actually, two. I've never seen you as a hot mess. Never. You've always no, been a hotter mess. Actually, yeah, you've been always been a hotter mess. <laughs> yeah, you were a hotter mess, actually. And then it's actually, yeah, the times when I used to meet up with the two of you after you guys. It's the pints of wine. You'd be gone, and then he'd be a hot mess, and I'd be, be like. Be a lit. 
But and do you know what? I, do do you know think what? everyone's just a hot mess when they hang out with me? <laughs> I, think, you know, I think it's a sign. Of you seem how, to be grand when I'm not around. I think it's a sign of how comfortable I am around someone if I let yourself go. Let myself yeah. go. Oh, lovely. I've always been the person. <laughs> Sounds like an owl in there. <laughs> I've always been the person who like is looking after someone on my mm, Okay. So, so if I, I get like that, it's after me. <laughs> uh, are you serious? <laughs> not that I remember. Yeah, not that you remember. <laughs> oh God, there's hidden stories that I don't know. I'm panicking. Oh, Jesus. And when I first met him many times, I was putting you into a taxi. Yeah, I don't remember those days. They don't exist in my head. <laughs> No, I think like good communication. If you're bullshit and you got to call it out, um, what else? <laughs> Put me into a taxi on a five minute walk away. Yeah, God damn it, I'm that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I've never known you get a taxi. How fucked oh, up are you? You couldn't have got. You couldn't have walked the first when I was first getting to know you. You couldn't have walked. <gasps> I just used to chuck you out of the George. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like, like I just threw him outside. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, we just leave. I'd eventually get home. I'd grab yeah, exactly. He's a big boy. Tubman streets are very safe these days. It's a straight road. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, grand. <laughs> okay, so we established what would make you, what makes a good friend for you for that me, just allows you to be you. Who obviously has the same sense of humor okay. as me or or similar. Yeah, um, someone who dark, is sadistic, <laughs> sarcastic. Someone, <laughs> someone who can be vulnerable. Mm. Oh. That's really important for me because yeah, I don't. Like I don't want a fair weather friendship mm-hmm. or a surface level friendship. Like if I'm a bothered to spend time with the someone, good, the bad, the gritty, the yeah, ugly. I want to know. I want to know who you are, what you're about, the things that have happened in your life. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you killed? <laughs> <laughs> I know um, what you did last summer. Yeah, and then just like yeah, just like trust, honesty, good communication. Yeah. Um, so the foundations is, of all friendships. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Have a laugh. That sounds like what I kind of a boyfriend I want. Oh. Do you want a friend? <laughs> I want a friend. Um, yeah, fair. For me, I think it's someone that can see through my bullshit. Because I can put shiny windows up the whole mm. time and be like, da, 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 and I'll be good. Um, is that a thing? Shiny. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Gonna put shiny windows up left, right, and centre now. Do you know when you're like, ah. you, know, you got this derelict, shitty place, and you put up the shiny windows, it just brightens it all up, and it's like, uh, okay, hey. so you can paint a smile on your face. Paint a smile. Well, I do that every day anyway. Yeah, fake as fuck. <laughs> so someone that can see through that and be like, look, I know there's obviously something really up. Talk to me when you want to talk to me, and mm. then I'm like, ah, okay, cool. I'm not getting away with this, so I need to talk. Mm-hmm. I think that's really nice. Um. Definitely. You know, if you stopped lying to those people, <laughs> you wouldn't have to play these kind of mind games. I know. Very <laughs> mind games, wasn't it? Very tiring. No, 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 no. Listen, that's a lot of people. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. It's like you keep on going. But no, that's like, it's a st- very round. Very round. It's also a fantasy. Oh. No, I, have, I used to have it as well. Where like, you just want someone to see when you're struggling, but you'd never tell them. But like, no one is ever going to know unless you tell them. Yeah, no one's gonna know. You'll know when I look like shy. I paid seventy yeah. euro an hour for that bit of advice, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's gonna get it for free this week. Hooray! <laughs> and then again, very similar things to yourself, like someone yeah. that just kind of gets you. You can really be yourself, like you can act an absolute fool, and it's like they appreciate it. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it's really love that good. shit. Yeah, like I you two fucking like, goofs. I fucking love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love, I love when you're a bit wilder than me as well. Love that shit. Oh, Jesus. 
I don't love that about myself now. Neither do I. I need my best to be parts about you. Nailed to a cross if I've been more wild than James <laughs> McCrudden. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay, now you two fuckers are stuck with me now forever. So. Well, hopefully. Yay. Heart hopefully. emoji. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I Confident. Hope so. <laughs> oh god, that's gorgeous. I think we learned a lot there. Oh, now. I think we did. That, that was cute. Together forever. Well, I hope so. Especially when this pod starts making fucking yeah. money. Yeah. Once I start, I'm only witches for the money. Welcome to episode 1056 of Sponsored by Poundland. Back to penises. <laughs> so I did stumble into a new one this week. Broke me up. It's my one million. Congratulations. I'm having a hot girl summer. I'm having a heart attack girl summer. <laughs> Oh my god Stunning Well to wrap it all up I think definitely Friendship breakups Are a huge ordeal I've never been through A boyfriend breakup As bad as the friendship breakups Mm. Oh jeez That's even Yeah that's even Yeah it's even worse If you're listening Oh god Oh god But um, having a friendship And maintaining that Is definitely an ordeal in itself Friendship breakups and talks of willies is what tickles your fancy. Then please subscribe and rate pod so you can listen to more. And if you do want more, follow us on Instagram at the Big Girl Deal and email us at thebiggirldeal at gmail.com. I've been Quail and Kelly <laughs> with James McCrotten and Sean Dillon, and you've been listening to The, the Big Girl Deal. <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> <laughs>